to River Roundtable with Pastor Lou Wooten, Pastor Andrew Perkins, and special guest, retired Lieutenant Colonel Dole Pulowski, where we dive into the currents of the modern world and equip people with the truth that sets us free. Well, this is really hot. Well, good afternoon. I'm Pastor Lou with the River Church, sitting here with reti- retired, not just tired, but retired. Does <laughs> retired mean that you were tired and then you were like... You know, it's, they, yeah, it's a lot like retread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you got retired again. New then life. I, yes. <laughs> yeah. New life. New person. New man. I just more thinking about learned. the word retired. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Joel, uh, Joel Pulowski, and then also um, Lieutenant Colonel. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. Not me. No. No. Yeah. That's Pastor Ann. <laughs> I got it. Perkins. Two pastors and, the crew. Two and pastors. a Pulowski. Two pastors and a Pulowski. <laughs> you read my Twitter. Yeah. I did. That's great. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to be uh, sharing some things today. Um, and uh, really appreciate you taking the show last week, by the way. Amen. Oh, thank you. We had camp, we were in the middle of camp meeting, and Pastor Andrew was preaching, and I was, had to be pastor. And so, thank you for covering the show, um, even last minute. <laughs> we're learning how all this works. We had you great know? reviews, also. As yeah. a uh, as Pro. a recovering Calvaryman, yeah. I'm used to uh, just moving out and drawing yeah. fire. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that's how my dad did hunting. Also, he said, yeah. "Son, go into there. Go in there." Yes. And make a lot of noise. Yes. <laughs> Go into those bunch of woods right there, make a lot of noise. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And stay low. Stay low. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you hear gunfire, duck. Yeah. Keep your orange hat yeah. on. Yes. <laughs> Put it on a stick yeah. and hold it up. Yeah. But I never call. understood that until I hit about 12. And yeah. then I was like, oh, I am the hunting dog. Ah. Anyways, uh, we have a wonderful show today. We have a special guest today. Um, Kim Thatcher is going to be in here. Praise uh, the Lord. Today, and we're honored to have that. Last night at FBF, we had the privilege of having Christine Drazen, um, the next governor of Oregon. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, you're a pastor. I can't believe you're saying things like that. Well, um, I did. Yes. In fact. <laughs> In fact. Say it again. Yeah. No, listen, everything's going to change. It has to. And um, I shared it last night. I'll share some things again today. Um, but I want to start out with the word. And, you know, in Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 25, it says, Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. <clears throat> Ponder the path of your feet. In other words, make sure you know where you're stepping because mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than stepping in something you shouldn't be stepping in. Right. Some do. Yeah. Do. And it says, And let all your ways be established. In other words, whatever ways you take, it's got to be generational. Hmm. It's not just it's not just simply making steps in life, emotional decisions, um, but you make decisions based off of where you're going, not where you're at. And that's what steps are in front of you in the Word. And then it says, "Do not turn to the left or to the right. Remove your foot from evil." In other words, get your foot out of the big steamy pile of stuff that you shouldn't be stepping in. Mm. And the the issue here with Oregon is is it's, we've got to return back to a morality. We have lost our compass, our way, and we need to return back to loving your neighbor as we love ourselves. That we have our neighbor's best interest in mind, 
and that we uh, and we don't. We you know we've got what is the homeless uh, um, percentages in in uh, Portland? I don't know the percentages, but uh, the Hi. estimate is fourteen thousand in the state. Fourteen thousand in the state. Well, I mean, I drove out past, um, and I think that's low. Um, oh, Grand Ron, and they have homeless mm-hmm. out in Grand Ron. Oh yeah, they're everywhere. I I've never seen that before. And there was a, you know, it said our future RV camp ahead, right? Yes. Big bullwiller. And I look off to the right, and there was a bunch of burned out RVs or used RVs that were all homeless RVs. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was like, oh, is that the future RV park? <laughs> Let's hope not. And I'm not being mean here. I'm just saying that, you know, the answer is not going to be the government. The government's not going to do anything. They're just going to throw money at it and say that they're doing something. $2 billion last year. Yeah. That they spent on homeless. $2 billion. Well, it's an industry at this point. Right. That is correct. It is. Yeah. And um, if, if um, there wasn't a thought that Christine Drazen was going to become governor then why is Ted Wheeler turning to right, to the right to make policies? Um, he's just trying to get out in front of it. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. he can then claim that he's right. That, so he gets credit. Correct. And so that she does not. Yes. And that's what's happening right yeah. now. He just made the thing of uh, that they're going to remove all the homeless off the streets. Mm. Good luck. <laughs> Without a police department. Yes, without a police department or or the laws. Well, you know, Joe Biden was uh, oh. is is in town still. Yeah. Maybe uh, he could help out. And uh, yeah, they were they were cleaning up the streets uh, in Portland. Uh, you know, over the over the last week or so. Why is that? I wonder. Um, yeah. So mm. you didn't have those images. Oh. And then he went to uh, SEIU for mm. a uh, completely spontaneous government employee grassroots invitation only. Super grassrooty uh, event. Mm. Yeah, was that is that uh, wheatgrass? Yeah, yeah, probably, probably yeah. some and Wheat, wheatgrass, soy, soy, kale. soy, soy, soy grass. Five five thousand dollars a head. Wow, grassroots. And yeah. they and they talk about the church wanting money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you only want it for yourself. You yeah. only want money. Yeah, yeah, I'll right. go spend five thousand dollars a plate to listen to somebody mumble. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> speaking of the mumbler, and we just we we don't call him mumbler. We no, call we him don't. Shats. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus, help me. <laughs> anyway, Jesus will help you. The latest touch in uh, in uh, Arizona, literally, where he's like, you know, whispering to the 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 young lady. Oh, I saw that about... video. I was super creeped out again. <laughs> yes. So about not don't. Don't don't date anyone seriously until you're over thirty. <laughs> Except me. <laughs> sniffing in her, sniffing her yeah. hair. Oh my God. Sniffing the hair, grabbing uh, her away too inappropriately. Yeah. Yes. Well, anyways, like always, as yeah. as always been happening. Anyhow, that's just one of those things. So, well, this is wonderful. We've started <laughs> off great. We have. We yes. Have. So we, can we yeah. talk about other stuff today? Please. We, too? Yes, we should probably move on to other things. I do have some announcements. Yes, let's do announcements. Um, November 19th, we're going to be doing our year anniversary of Let Freedom March. Mm-hmm. At the state capitol, in front of the state capitol, we invite all freedom-loving uh, people to come and join us. Uh, we'll, we will have worship, um, and we will have speakers at that. And... Uh, 
Um, I know uh, there's several people that are going to come and speak at that that will be our new um, elected officials. Yes. We're going to have a bunch of them. Yes. Praise and, the Lord. Uh, we're going to have some people who are not elected officials speaking as well. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> I'm talking about newly. <laughs> yes. Newly. Yes. yes, newly elected. Because everything's about ready to change. And you say, well, how do you know? Well, for me personally, I've already heard uh, from the person that's in charge that things are going to change. Um, and it's for the purpose of bringing about hope in where there's hopelessness. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, that's where the church is injected into this whole thing. And I want to reiterate this, that people believe that there's separation of church and state. And why is there no separation of church and state, Pastor Andrew? Well, that's, you know, it gets back to the, the, the question of is, is government people or is government bureaucracy? It's people. Yeah. And then is, is church people or is church a building? Or bureaucracy. Yeah, yeah bureaucracy yeah. also, bureaucracy. yeah. No, it's people. Yeah, it's, it's people. people. So so you, you can't separate church and state because no. it's it's always going to be people on both sides. And, it, and it's not just church. It's You go into any avenue, any That's area, it's, it's people. That's correct. People are what compromise uh, everything in every part of society. People are part of it. Yes. It's not people, then there's nothing there. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why the Supreme Court has said that corporations can have speech mm. because corporations aren't a building, mm-hmm. they're people. That's mm. correct. Mm-hmm. So It's yes. actually a group of people that have, co- have a cooperation of working together for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's why it's called a co- co-op. Corporation. Cooperation. Corporation. 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 Yeah, corporate voice. It's yeah. Yeah, corporate everybody's getting well-educated today. If you Amen. want to call in today, by the way, you can call in at 503-589-1220. We're with 104.3 FM, KSLM, 1220 AM, and that's KSLM.news. And that's also, you could go to theriverNW.com. You can find all the things that are going on there. Uh, we are on the YouTubes. You could watch this live on YouTubes at the River Roundtable YouTubes. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it, it's working. It's working. It's working. I'm looking right at it. Yeah, praise the Lord. And um, I think we're on the Facebook too. Yes, River um, but that's the River. River so, anyways, there we go. You can join us there. And and uh, I, that's only really announcements. I, I do know this that we're going to be doing Thanksgiving dinner on Thanksgiving at our church, and that is a public event. Anybody's invited to come to that. And then on Christmas Day, we do also a Christmas dinner, and we do a toy drive. Uh, One of the things we do is we pick uh, families in the community, and we get them a Christmas tree, all the ornaments, all the presents, everything to have at dinner, everything to have Christmas on Christmas Day so that they can have Christmas. And then uh, Thanksgiving, we have Thanksgiving dinner for the whole community. That's part of my family's tradition. Started in our house, and then it just outgrew our house, and then we moved it into the hotel, and then outgrew the hotel, and then we moved it into the church, and, well, it's beginning to outgrow that. And so, yeah, it's exciting. That's great. Yeah. So I'm done with the announcements. Do you have anything you want to share? Well, you know, it's election season. Hey, it is. And uh, we've talked a lot about... That's uh, what I heard anyways. Yes, yes. We've talked a lot about candidates, uh, but did you? not everybody is aware that there are uh, four measures on the ballot. Four measures. Are um, those, is that on the uh, 
imperial scale or the metric scale? That is on the linear scale. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, whole numbers. Row. it's all whole numbers. Whole Remember numbers. back to uh, first grade when you did your first number line? Mm. Okay, skip the zero, then go one, two, three, four. Wow. Anyway, so uh, most people are aware of uh, measure 114, yes, mm. which is probably the most unconstitutional yeah. uh, anti-gun measure. Uh, Bill what was it? proposal 30, 32 pages in the voter guide. Yes, of explanations. Uh, of expo explanation. Yes. It, even even Antifa doesn't like it. Yes. So <laughs> nobody likes this thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. That'll tell you something right there. Yes. It, I I like to call it the you have to have a gun to get a gun. Yeah. Uh, piece of piece of the measurement. Yeah. Um, because part of it requires training and uh, a live fire and with local law enforcement that's not set up, that's not paid for. How many million? How many okay, millions 40 a year? Million $40 million is, a year for that program. Yeah. For the training portion of it. Yeah. Uh, it also makes illegal anything that's uh, a magazine with more than 10 rounds, can hold wow. more than 10 rounds. That's immediate. That's There's no grace period. There's no grandfathering. There's no nothing else. Yeah. So that means if you have a long-barreled shotgun, it can be illegal instantly. Yeah. When well, this goes into effect, yeah, you have to get a plug, yeah, say and shorten it up or something like that. But I, uh, you know, we're not going to do that because uh, everybody's going to vote no, yeah, yes. and it's going to go down in crushing defeat. Well, they played it off. They played it off as saving our kids, and oh, you know, yes. uh, it th is. there'll be less suicide. Listen, they've already passed all these things. They've already yeah. passed everything they can to try to protect. Listen, evil will always find a way. Even in Australia, guns yep. are illegal in Australia unless you're a farmer. And then they are in a lockbox yep. with a key that the constable has a key to. And you don't own your own gun. It's registered with the state. And the, state's, the, the state, I'm talking about in Australia, yep. can go and take your weapon at any time of the day, 24 hours a day. They can go into your house. They can unlock the box, take your weapon from you. And it has to be single shot also. Yes. It cannot be... Uh, semi-automatic and it has to be single shot and it can't be higher than a 223 caliber it has to be a certain caliber uh, it has to be a shotgun and as a result there's still crime in australia with handguns mm -hmm. yes, how does that happen? a lot of it a lot of it but australia does, does not require is not required to pro publish uh, crime statistics yes yes but how does that happen how do they get the guns i wonder uh, they come on boats from Indonesia. Oh, hmm. they get them illegally. Yes. So you think maybe um, people that have evil intention in mind will find a way it, it, no matter what. So this is a law to shackle those that will obey the law. Yes. But not those who will disobey. So those with evil intent to go s shoot a school are going to find a way to shoot up a school. <clears throat> yes. Every single time. Yeah. But what we need to do is remove armed guards from schools. That's probably the best thing. Um, all right, we're doing that. Best thing <laughs> that is, is to do is defund Democrat the police. Policy to defund the police. Yeah. And remove uh, yeah. SROs from schools. Yeah. That's probably the best yes. thing. Yes. Is Despite, to do that. So, so that yeah. your children are completely defenseless. Yeah. Yes. Let's do that. Well, we protect everything with guns except our children in schools. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Um, yeah. I think we should. I think we should take guns away from politicians being protected by them. Every well, politician should not be allowed. Should be not, forced to uh, not travel have, unarmed. Yes, and not and have a weapon 
or have any armed security. Yes. Uh, or any security. You any switch, security. You no security very, whatsoever. very quickly from uh, sarcasm <laughs> to <laughs> Now we're doing a legitimate... We're going to put... No, it no they should, uh, they should yeah. have to apply this to their, to their lives right here. They should yes. have to apply that Just to like, them. Just yes. like always. Just any, like any, any other law. Measure yeah. 14 is not going to be applied to those that are in office to their security. It's no. not going to be applied. No. I'm sorry. It's not. It's not going to be applied to those that come into the state, like President Biden, who's here right now. His his, With so, his several hundred Secret Service agents and yeah, a cast of it's, thousands. It's not going to be applied. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. Yeah, but it's not even the most egregious measure. Yeah. So 114, 114 is a no. I'm going to repeat, no. It's solid no. No. Moving what do you on. think? What do you think, Pastor Andrew? Yeah. Is that a no? It's a negative. Yeah. I don't know what that it's means. A negatory, good buddy. Come that's on back. The, now. It's the wrong answer. Yeah. yeah. No. One fourteen is not <laughs> no. the way to do it. Yes. If um, you can, if you can figure out a why we should have one fourteen, give us a call. Yeah. Five zero three five eight nine twelve twenty. I would love to hear your argument. If it's, you're listening to us and you're for one fourteen. I want you to call in and come up with a great argument. Well, Kim Thatcher's opponent is 4114. Well, of course. By the way. And he calls it common sense gun control. Oh, yeah. Because everything, when they take your guns, they're going to say it's called common sense gun yeah. control. <laughs> so what's common yeah. sense when it's 32 pages to explain it? That's not common sense. That's, no, it isn't. That's, yeah. that's lunacy. Yeah, we have uh, we have three more. Uh, we have oh, nobody, 111, nobody's called us yet, and 113. It's all right. Uh, but uh, 111 is probably actually worse than 114. 111. When, and that one is uh, to establish the right for a cost-effective, clinically appropriate, and affordable health care right for every Oregon resident. Mm. What's the standard for residency in Oregon? Zero. 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 Okay. Yeah. So that means you can come here on vacation and get... Health care. Health care. And who's, pay, who's paying for free. it? We are. The taxpayers mm. of Oregon are going to be paying for it. That's yeah. correct. The cost on this thing right now is estimated at twenty-one billion, or correction, twenty-eight billion annually. Hmm. Okay, uh, what's the total, twenty-eight billion what's annually? The, what's the annual budget for one hundred and fourteen billion? No, that's the biannual budget. Oh, so I'm cut sorry. that in half. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> so that's. That's fifty-seven yeah. billion. So we're talking about a fifty oh, to sixty a percent increase in the in taxation. Yeah. So never a kicker again. Yeah. Uh, and fifty to sixty percent increase in taxes to pay for this. Just for that one. Just thing. for that one thing. And that's the low end estimate. There's no real high. There's no. There's no limit to this. There's no limit from everyone on the planet coming here to Oregon and getting all their free health care. No. All they need is a PO box. Then it will no longer be twenty-eight billion. It'll be hundred and fourteen billion, at okay. least. Thank you. So well, at least, and it's, then we won't have roads. We yes, won't have but, anything else. But in the in the uh, explanation for one eleven, they say don't worry about the cost because the federal government's going to step in, yeah, and fix it and cover it. Yeah. So. Oh, we got two people. That's amazing. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. Well, yeah. talk to so, uh, yeah. So, yes. Hey, and uh, quickly, 
Uh, we're going to move on to so so the uh, the sponsors of uh, the sponsors of one one of one of the big sponsors behind 111 is a uh, is an organization you're going to find very entertaining. It's called Emo. Oh yes. All right. Emo is amazing. And that's the Ecumenical Ministries of Oregon. Mm. Oh dear. And yeah. they have a they have a laundry list of That's why they're emo. Yes. I've heard of them. Of since reverends I, since I was a little and kid. Doctor reverends yeah. who are all collecting money for one ten. And uh, there's a lot of people who really want this because they want to be in on that public private partnership. That's one eleven. For for free health care for everyone. Yes. In single payer. Emo. Yes. Well, emo. it's ec- ecumenical ministries. Morgan. So mm. I've I've, yeah. I've been familiar with this organization since I was a little kid. Yeah. They they were involved back in the '80s during uh, the farm aid stuff and everything. Yes. Where um, you know I mean I I remember as a as a youth uh, hearing about these guys and what they were all about and everything and and it's and it's absolutely um, you know you look in Revelation and, and talk about. Uh, the the backslidden church that's what that is yeah. I'm just telling yeah they're you right on a now. they're on a toboggan going backwards yes yeah downhill fast picking up speed well we've got a couple phone calls we want yes to, yeah uh, why don't we go ahead and take one here yeah all right do I just push one yes yeah. hello Art morning guys Good morning happy Saturday yeah. thank you I well first of all I want to give a testimonial the first time in my lifetime. I'm going to have three fantastic representatives. Uh, Of course, Christine as our governor, Kim Thatcher, she's going to be my senator, and of course, Kevin Mannix is gonna be my representative. God, am I blessed. (laughs) I'm finally, finally, going to be able to talk to my representatives who really understand the law constitution yes. so yeah. what's cetera, your question so, what, i mean what's your what's your question now we have another caller coming in too so uh, okay yeah well um i just wanted to state 114 is unconstitutional and if we didn't have such a crummy uh secretary of state it wouldn't even be on the ballot because she promised to uphold the Constitution of Oregon and the United States. And, of course, she's not doing it because she's yeah. allowing well, a bill to be on the ballot uh, that is unconstitutional. Well, Art, if you cr- Art, just so you know, if you cross your fingers behind your back, you don't really swear to it. Yeah. <laughs> or, oh, or if you're a screaming communist what, like Sheena hey, Fagan. That's probably what she did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no well, doubt about it. Well, I appreciate well, your Kim input there, Art. should have been our Secretary yeah. of State. God Amen. bless you guys. Yeah. Have a great day. All right. Love you. Bye. Thanks, Art. Bye. Thanks. Yeah, he's he's right. It's unconstitutional. And uh, hey, um, our... Uh, I don't know how to... There I we think go. we there got we go. Ron. Our, uh, our, our government does not... Uh, Oops. Yeah, got, and uh, Kim's at the door. Yes. <laughs> um, so... Uh, yeah, our government uh, here in Oregon doesn't care that it's unconstitutional. They no. will, uh, they will still pass. They will still pass it, enforce it, and then uh, yeah, wait the five it, to ten years. Your, you for can the, cross your toes and cross your fingers, court and it to, doesn't count what you said. Uh, yeah, they'll just wait for the Supreme Court to crush it. And yeah. but you know, right? Or maybe the Supreme Court will have a different makeup by then, <clears> and it'll <throat> still be enshrined in law. Who knows? All right. Well, we got Ronnie here online. Yep. Let's talk so, to Ronnie. Ronnie has thirty seconds. 
<laughs> All right, Ronnie. I'm, just... I'm hit you with thirty seconds. Here yeah. we go. One fourteen unconstitutional because you have multiple <laughs> things in the bill, which our state constitution says you can have one item. Two one ten. I mean one eleven. It will cost us roughly twenty one billion dollars to get what they want to get off the ground. Yep. Otherwise it's gonna be a payroll tax around twelve or twenty percent. So twenty four percent if you count your employer's contribution. And the third thing is, did you know that our Secretary of State is allowing the Alaska type of rank voting? Yeah. Nobody even know that, do they? There is a, I just thought I'd bring it up to you guys and what do you think? Thank yeah, you, Ronnie. Thanks, Ronnie. That'd yeah, be- you're you're right about the uh, 114. It has multiple provisions in it. As a yeah. matter of fact, most of these uh, four uh, fall into that category yeah. of having multiple provisions. Uh, 112 is the one that's got the headline of ending slavery. But yeah, we're going to let you. We're really going to get you off the line here, Ronnie. Thank you for calling in. We appreciate Thank it you very much. much. Yeah. Thanks, Ronnie. God bless you. Yeah, we're yeah gonna, you too. We're going to have Kim Thatcher on here in a second. Uh, but just to finish on 112, uh, the reason to vote no for that is because it takes away the power of... Uh, I don't know what I'm it's doing. It's off. Right. It takes away the power know. of sentencing from judges and passes it out to parole boards and to social workers. It goes on over. It. Okay. Yes. And Wait, there's what? no limit left or right her. on that. Yes. Social okay. workers have the power of say that again really yes. quick, Joel. So the... The, the, alent, the amendment also adds language authorizing an Oregon court or probation or parole agency. Some parole agencies are social workers. Yeah. To order alternatives to incarceration for convicted individuals as part of their sentencing. Mm. Okay. So the judge comes down and says, oh, you're getting five years from this. And someone else can come along behind him and say, nope. nope. Yeah. You're getting something else. That's not a good idea. Hi, Kim. How you doing? Something just happened. I'm good. Can you hear me? Test one. Yes. Yes, we can. All right. Welcome to River Roundtable. Yeah, welcome. Cool. Glad Glad you're here. Good to be here. It's an honor. Amen. Honor to have you here. It's a, you know, we're we're very laid back. So. (laughs) (laughs) Except for Joel. Yes. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm the guy that's required to bring notes. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> the statistician. Anyways, yeah. We're so glad you're here and, um, you know, excited about your win coming up. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, who can not vote for you? I mean, first Honestly, of all, yeah, why I, would, <laughs> I would just like to say that uh, I appreciate you running yeah. and I appreciate the uh, the effort that you're putting in. And I also, uh, happy birthday. Coming oh. up. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Uh, as, a, as a fellow Scorpio. Scorpio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My birthday's on the 24th. Uh, so, yeah, we're both uh, we're both October babies, and uh, so that's awesome. Uh, and there's another thing we have in common, too. We're both instrument-rated pilots. Ooh. Okay. Well, hey, how about that? So this is fun. This is fun. Cause, how come you, you know, didn't tell me? How come I didn't tell you? Yeah. Anyways. I have my commercial instrument ticket. What? Ooh. Yes. You're really advanced. Yeah. Well, how come you haven't been saying, hey, if you get a plane, I'll fly it? If you get a plane, I'll fly it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> okay. But you're right. sing- I have you're planes singling. available. I just don't have a pilot. Yeah. Single and, engine, uh, right? Uh, Commercial. Look at yeah. that. Uh, well, so, no, I have a multi-engine oh. rating as well. Um, <laughs> it's it's old, but yeah. Uh, and, of course, you're a small business owner for uh, KT Construction. 
Yep. Which is awesome. And so you've experienced the joys of the cat tax, among other things. Oh, lots. <laughs> <laughs> the joys of the cat tax, the joys of the bureaucracy, the joys of the, the great rules that the uh, agencies come up with on top of the laws that are brought up, you know, that get popped up like, you know, you feel like whack-a-mole all the mm-hmm. time and oh, you yeah. can't keep up. But hopefully we're going to turn that around this time, right? Yeah, no, we are going to turn yes. it around. Review some, uh, review some things. Yeah. Uh, so... So you're running, and uh, you'll, so you'll have to give us your, uh, your, your, you know, the three-minute why you're running speech. You know, it really boils down to this. I was not going to run again because I'm like, I don't need this nonsense, and nobody's waking up. Mm-hmm. Finally, I kind of saw evidence of people waking up. Yes. And then on top of that, they redistricted after the census. You know, they changed mm-hmm. all the districts around. And they really changed my district. They put me, I mean, I'm serving in Senate District 13 right mm-hmm. now. Yes. They put me in Senate District 11, which is currently held by Senator Peter Courtney. Mm. Yes. I, Who's retiring. I said, yeah, I didn't know that when I said I was going to run. Yeah. I, I thought, you know, if there's ever going to be um, somebody who might be able to have a chance against him, I thought maybe I could I am glad he's not running again in that yes. uh, in, the, in that way, though I do think he would be missed down there because he was one of the sane Democrats most of the time, mm-hmm. actually. <laughs> That's, that is yeah. saying something. Yeah. That is saying something. Yeah. 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 So, um, so, so having said that, I, I decided to run because I, I just felt that we desperately need balance in our state again. Very much. Um, right now, we have so much tilt to the left that even the sane Democrats get run over the top of. Yeah. Yes, and they cannot overcome the the crazy. And this is a quote from one of the same Democrats: "The crazy ideas that come out of his caucus." So, yes. um, that's that's just the reality we're, we're dealing with. So I thought, okay, I'll throw my hat in the ring one more time to make sure that we can get balance because otherwise this seat in Senate District 11 would default to being a Democrat seat because it is a D favored district as far right. as yes. registration is concerned. Mm. I think we had somebody in our church run against you. Yeah, I like him. I would have uh, totally voted for him, yeah. too, had, Marcello. I, had I not Marcello. been running. Yeah, I like him. <laughs> yes. He's yeah. a good guy. The Marcello. real deal. He good actually man. answered the call because <clears throat> you hadn't thrown your head in the... In I was the, sick. Yeah, in the yeah. in the game yet. And I, I was got, like, I we don't sick. have anybody. I said, we don't have anybody. <laughs> I know. I announced I was going to be yeah. running, but I hadn't done the paperwork yeah. yet because I was just down. I was yeah. just kicked in the... So, so, anyways, that's the only reason we said to do that. Otherwise, no, I'm glad. Just, I'm glad he did. It actually helped me raise money. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. She has a primary well, opponent. His, actually, yeah, he, right. actually, his point was when he said, yeah. he just, "If I can help Kim win, then I'm going to run. Um, if it helps, if it, it helps bring did. everything, it did. And so, yes. understand. Amazing. You know, I I know him. You know, I know him very well, yeah. and you know his heart and everything. He's a great guy. Yeah. And uh, I could see that. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. he's going to be uh, he, he's going to be around. Yeah. And he'll be back. Yeah. This is true. Yes, yeah, he got a sure. ta- he got a taste of things. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. excited about it. Though. Yeah, he's, he's super. He's super fun. He's my favorite Italian. That's, yes. that's what he tells me. He's very Italian. He's like, yeah. I'm. It's Marcello. He calls yeah. me. and He's like, yeah, I'm Marcello. It's your favorite Italian. Yeah. So, <laughs> speaking of, well, we're glad we're glad that yeah. you are running. You know, I, I I I had the privilege of praying for you um, a few years ago. I remember that very and, well. And you know and. <laughs> You know, I just I just know that God has you know, and I, I I'm a pastor, so I enter all this in. But I believe God really has a plan in all of this, and I get very emotional about this whole election right here mm-hmm. because um, if I didn't have kids, 
Um, I would still be involved, but it wouldn't be as emotional. And because I have a 13-year-old and a 5-year-old, it's very emotional for me because it has to do with my children. And what and their kind children. of legacy they'll be left with have and, if we keep going down this same and path? That is, they won't have one. No. No. Yeah. They'll be slaves to the state. Yeah. Yep. And, That's, you know, because their agenda is to rent everything to you and you'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've announced that. I think yeah. they've taken that off their website now, though. I heard that. I don't know. I <laughs> yeah. haven't checked that, yeah. but that's Too kind many of people interesting. It's not off the UN. It. It's not off yeah. the UN one, though. Yeah. Oh, it's still there. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, well, it's on the UN. <laughs> yeah. The, the, those folks are not used to accountability at all. So, no. yes. Oh. So, Speak, yes. You speaking know, of accountability, okay, we should talk about your opponent. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Yeah. Well, people need to know, uh, you know, what the choice is here and what the uh, what the difference is, and uh, between you and your opponent, this is uh, this is not a, a pastel thing, as Reagan would say. This is this is a bold color choice. Mm-hmm. Okay, your your opponent on his, uh, uh, and that's Richard Walsh, by the way, who only has a little over eighteen thousand dollars in the, in the bank in account. Uh, in his account, so because I the first place I go when I learn about it, uh, learn about someone uh, running for office is Orstar, mm. and uh, and just look. So he's uh, he's claimed as a Democrat. He's going to take on Big Pharma. What? Huh. Yeah, that's first. That's line number one on his uh, thing, uh, and then together with uh, California and Washington, mm. the all those Democrats are going to take on Big Pharma together. Oh what? Okay, that's that's they're going to take they're going to yes. take their money? Yes. They're going to take on the load of big pharma. No, I don't think so. Well, I actually have a lawsuit, not a lawsuit, but a, a, a petition for a grand jury investigation into the CDC and the leaders of the CDC and they're so in bed with pharma, yes. especially when it comes to this well, everything, but it, it really became evident with this COVID-19 push yes. of these safe <laughs> And effective, uh, yeah, uh, vaccinations mm. that have yes. been damaging people all over the world. Yeah, it's so safe and effective. Uh, there's 2.5 million people in the Brit- in Britain, the United Kingdom, who are uh, permanently disabled now as a result of it. Yes. So the British it's, healthcare it's system disgusting. does better stats than ours does. It it's is it's absolutely a, disgusting. Yes. Yeah. So uh, well, that's. When, I mean, when Pfizer yes. themselves gets on and says, "Well, it actually, you know, what we what we made it for doesn't actually do." But yes. we didn't tell you that. Yeah. Yes, it uh, hey. it does not does not stop transmission. Yeah, no, but we know that. And nor is it safe. Yes, so, <laughs> neither safe nor effective. So that no, is, not safe, you know, not when effective. They up, when they say hmm. something, it's pretty much opposite. Have you notice that? Yeah. Or it's them talking about themselves <laughs> if they're well, making yes. accusations against somebody. Well, that's they're talking that's, about themselves. that's how. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, what do you think about uh, maybe a single payer healthcare system too? Oh. I am speechless that anybody thinks that would be a great idea. We want the same people who could not come up with a website for the the insurance exchange after Obamacare. That $300 million boondoggle. Right. We're going to have them run our health (laughs) care. The the same people that that run the DMV. Right. (laughs) Right. And I... I think that would, we would so regret that, and it would be it would once we dismantled all the private health insurance and and the, the system that we have now in our state. Can you imagine how long it would take to put that back after people decided? Well, maybe this wasn't a great idea after the, all. 
Yeah, yeah. Unwinding that would be uh, would be very, very hard. Yeah, you we still have just... Obamacare. No, yeah, yeah. Thanks, John McCain. Right, and it really made things more affordable, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oregon has some of yeah. the worst affordability when it comes to health care, and their solution is to make it more unaffordable. Yeah. Essentially. Well, or make it rationed. That's or rationed, what would yes. happen when yes. you have you either you either ration it or you have the cost control. I think it would be better if we had. Uh, more transparency in our pricing, um, more competition that way. Right now, we have insurance that pays the bill, and we don't really pay attention to it, except for the part we have to pay, right? Mm -hmm. And if there was more connection to, you know, maybe having a health savings account and having an upper limit where you can, um, you know, a higher limit, I should say, than what they're allowing right now, you you would shop. You would make sure you were getting the best care for the best price. Yeah, and that doesn't exist right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, what's wrong with private health care? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Why does the government have to be involved in health care? Why do employers have to be involved with health care? And, and I and I agree. Yeah. Yes. I, I agree totally. You know, um, you know, as a church, you know, I once I have a certain amount of employees, I have to do all of that. And you're saying, well. This is what I tell people. Like when we got our building up, they're like, so how are you going to be guaranteed to pay the rent? I said, I'm not in the barbecue business. I don't sell barbecues. (laughs) We work with people in the community. And it's off of good faith that people support the ministry because it's a nonprofit. And then all of a sudden you start entering into it. You get employees. Now all of a sudden I'm into all the cat tax. I'm into all of the – all that stuff applies to those. And that's why churches don't hire people. Yeah. Because they can't afford it. Mm -hmm. They can't afford to hire everybody. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, once you begin to pay them, they don't get paid anyways. Right. Because you you just can't afford to do it. And as a result, you don't get to be able to reach the community the way that you need to reach the community. Because now people have to – you're saying, well, what's the big deal of them working a job and doing ministry? You can't do both. It's the same thing as as this, the, the pull between owning a business and running for public office. Something has to give. That is very true. Yeah. I, I think of those plate spinners from the old, um, you know, variety shows they would have. Yeah. yeah. yeah those poles with these, and I, I constantly refer to that. Right. You, you have to keep those plates spinning. If one starts wobbling, right. it, it crashes to the ground. Sometimes it just crashes to the ground, right. and you just and need it, help. Oh, well, something has to give. Something has to give. If you're going to become a, you know, a, a elected official, your business is going to suffer. It, it does. Yeah. And then you have to delegate, and then you have to hire people and pay people to delegate yeah. it too. So therefore. It costs you money. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I understand that because of what I do. Yeah. And so, you know, um, I started in full-time ministry without being paid Oof. for 20-something years. That's faith right there. Yeah. I never – I didn't get a paycheck. Everything I got went back into the ministry, and it just moved us on to the next place. So I understand. People don't think that, you know, ministry and elected officials – don't mix, but it's actually very much the same exact thing. Interesting. Yeah. Never thought about yeah. it. So anyways, yeah, so we have all kinds of stuff that's coming up. We have these measures that we were talking about. We were talking about measure 114, yeah. 111, mm. 112, and... 113, 113, which I would really like to get your opinion on 113, the, uh, the constitutional change to uh, not allow a legislator to be reelected or run for office again if they... If they walk out, <laughs> several thoughts go through my mind. First one is be careful what you wish for. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Yes. And the next one is, why are we giving so much power to two people in the legislature, the mm. ones that determine whether something is excused or That's unexcused? Correct. Yes. And then the next thing is, th they say that it brings parity to our state versus other states, but I don't know of any other state that prevents somebody from running because they have too many unexcused absences as yeah. determined by these two people <laughs> yes. in the legislature. Who, who are um, probably not in your same caucus. Maybe. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. That's probably the case. If they want to get vindictive and real petty, yes. that absolutely is where it's going to go. And so, yeah, be careful what you wish for. Um, so the walkouts are going to be nine days now? I, I don't you know. <laughs> yes. That's my other yeah, thought. Exactly. Um, and, I don't know. I just, and then you get sick and they declare it unexcused. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then you're barred from running for re-election. Right. So if you had to leave because of a family family's illness, what mm. will prevent those leaders in those different uh, chambers from from declaring that was unexcused? Yeah, because, because they don't, they don't because want you to run again. That's correct. Because yes. they don't like you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what's, you know, this is the whole thing with it. What's wrong with difference of opinion? Yeah. Well, I have to say, it's yeah. certainly not a first option to yeah. leave a session. Yeah. But the, the Democrats have utilized that way more often over the years than, than Republicans. Right. So, first of all, but when the Republicans do it, it's like, we don't want you doing that. Therefore, we're going to come up with this right. law and be vindictive. But the other thing is, do you know the reason we have an initiative and referendum system? Mm. From a walkout. Back sure. in the 1800s. Yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that I think of unions going on strikes when they they walk off a job when they're t when they're being um, not treated felt fairly. Yeah. And they feel like there's something that just they haven't been able to negotiate. Um, the same thing happens when you're in a mi minority position and you've got the majority just running over the top of you and they have been running over the top of us but there was such, there was such an egregious attack on our state we felt that that's why right. we left and all we wanted to do all we wanted to do was send this measure that they were so gung-ho on to the people yeah and they said yeah no yeah, yeah that was that. the the cap and trade yeah yes Bill? thank yes. you yes that was the cap and trade yeah, I remember mm -hmm. that and so you know for me I applauded it I'll just let you know, I applauded the walkout because it needed to happen. But, you know, and I and I agree, there has to be an agreement. that, And, you know, Christine Drazen addressed it last night very well when she said that, you know, uh, we didn't walk out the second time. People were saying, well, how come you didn't walk out? Because there was a budget that needed to be balanced. Mm -hmm. And as a result, you couldn't walk out on that. There, there are times of walkout, and then there's the times of not. And it, you gotta, you gotta go off of the the, the good uh, in people. The people generally are not evil. Yes. Generally. Generally, no. Generally, not. I believe I I, I agree hundred <clears throat> percent. I believe even on the left hand side, that they have such a a conviction about certain things. I don't think that they think they're being evil. They're just unwilling to listen to another view. Yeah, I kind of like how Dan Bongino puts it. He says, now, we think that the left, ha they're, they're people with bad ideas. Yeah. And the left thinks of us, yeah. we're bad people with ideas. <laughs> you right. know? And that's kind, yeah. of, uh, kind of how it shakes out. Yeah. So. Yeah, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the standard left ideas, um, you know, like uh, health care as a right, for example, um, uh, pushes a lot of emotional buttons. Sure. Makes you, makes you feel uh, a certain way. But 
uh, it doesn't, it, you know, it, it's not going to stand up over time. It's not going to hold up. But for that moment, okay, it's, mm -hmm. it's, the, it's the feel right thing to and do. And the bumper sticker yes. thing that appeals to people. Okay. Just like 114 is, I, I just look yes. at it as a, as a string of bumper stickers they built into an initiative. Yep, yes. and they did. Actually, my wife was going into the uh, library with our kids, and there was a person in the front that was doing the petition for 114. And she said, no, I don't want to do that. And she told this lady that was doing the petition, said, said to my kids, I'm so sorry that your mother doesn't love you. Yep. Consistent. Not surprising. And, not and my, surprising. Wife, my wife turned around and said, um, excuse me? And she goes, I don't want any confrontation. She goes, you already, you already started a confrontation by telling my kids that, you don't, that I don't love them yeah. because I refuse to sign this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when she came back out again, the lady attacked my wife again. Jeez. Yeah, and my wife had to actually get the security from the library and get the videotape to show that this person should not be out in front petitioning because she's harassing people. And so a lot of people signed out of, uh, out of um, intimidation. intimidation more than oh, they yes. did out of conviction. Oh. You, you've got to sign the petition, people, out of conviction, not out of intimidation. And that happened. That, my wife has that, you know, all of that. So that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she she has conviction. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> my wife has, very, has a lot of conviction. Yeah. I knocked on the door of a Republican the other day, and he chewed me out for being pro-life, and he chewed me out for being pro-Second Amendment. Wow. And I'm like, you're Republican? How? <laughs> yeah. it, it was like. What, are you going to personally take care of all these unwanted children? I'm like, there are people who want them. Believe me, I would oh. find them. And then yeah. he came back and said, you, I'm adopted. You are not taking responsibility. Both like, of my kids oh, are adopted. That's not even true. Both of my kids are adopted. Yeah. So don't tell me. This is the whole thing is, is you don't understand. I have two adopted kids. So don't tell me that there isn't a home someplace for these kids. Exactly. There's so many people going through fertility treatments just to have their own child, and they would be happy to adopt oh, an yeah. infant. Absolutely. Oh, yes. So, so yeah. happy. You, you, there would never be a problem with it. Th this is a problem I have. Okay, so we went through DHS. We went through the whole program uh, because you have to, to to adopt a child. And then you go through all of that, and they said, you know, the, you're, you qualify everything else. They came and did a home study. They sat down with us and they said, listen, you qualify in every way. You're like the perfect parents to adopt children. There's only one problem. You, you make $5,000 less than what is required. So we would like to make you foster parents and we'll pay you for each kid that you foster. And I said, why don't you just go ahead and pay me to adopt and then they're in my family the rest of their life and this is the problem is is the government wants to come in and say listen we'll pay you to foster but you've got to make a certain amount to adopt why not why not adopt the kids get the family started in that to where they have a healthy secure family yeah but they that's that's how the government thinks and even going back further supporting these women who think that's their only choice yeah and supporting these families and looking into I mean, there's some people that are that get strong-armed yeah. into getting an abortion by their family yes and, and maybe yes. they don't want that they need a place to go <laughs> to yeah. be safe mm -hmm. and not have to go through something they don't want yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so that that's where Pastor what Pastor Lou has been talking about so much about um, the uh, the people in Oregon needing to have a come to Jesus moment with with their morality because we, what you were just describing you knocked on the door of, of someone that's uh, saying that they're voting as as someone that has conservative values and yet they're they're supporting. Uh, child sacrifice because when you come down to it this is reality people are worshiping at the altar of abortion they they literally I mean they completely Tina Kotek she will not vote for any single limit on abortion what is that that's that is so in favor of, of aborting a child that they want to do it after the child is born even up to a month right not no. even yeah not even yes. not provide even any medical care for Just a right. child who's actually uh, happened to survive yeah, yeah, if you accidentally yeah. survive mm. the abortion, yeah, okay. the The Democrat position right now, basically nationally, is to let the child die on the table, on yeah. the table, and it, you know, why don't you just chuck it in the dumpster first? Mm. It's no different. It's yeah. just we wouldn't treat our it's animals horrifying. That way. Yes, right. you know, yeah, we, we have more laws up in arms against that. If we except were for California, yeah, California, do that to a puppy. Cal- yeah. yeah, California just removed their animal uh, yes. law enforcement. Because they can't afford it. Yes. <laughs> oh, another thing on 114. That's a great way to defund the police, too. Yes. Oh, it is. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if I don't know if they were intending that, but sure, how's that a fact? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they're, they're trying to defund everything I, I, that has to do with you being protected. If, if yeah. you, it, to quote FDR, uh, in politics, there are no accidents. Mm. Period. Yep. There was, he didn't qualify that statement at all. Right. Yeah. You make it sound okay. like it's open ended, Joel. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, it wasn't open ended. It was. There's no accidents. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Right. So I, you know, I don't look at something we like 114, call. and that's uh, yes, from the state of Oregon. Praise the Lord. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't look at 114 and think, oh, they didn't know what they were doing, mm-hmm. or they weren't, they didn't understand. No, they understood. They hung up. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that was probably a wrong line. Wrong call. Mm-hmm. Wrong number. <laughs> That's fantastic. That was, that, was she, that was Shima Fagan calling yeah. to let us know that the elections <laughs> are secure. <laughs> <laughs> Vote by mail right now. So I got, I got a question yeah. for you, Ken. Yeah. And th- th- that is this. Uh, I should say Miss Thatcher. Um, that is this, that uh, if you had $1,000 to put in an envelope, all right, would you, and you mailed it to yourself, would you trust the USPS to get it back to you? No, because they're not... Only because I, it's not that I don't trust the USPS, but I do distrust dishonest people, and they yeah. could exist within the USPS and or somewhere in between that route. Right. Yes. No, why would I do that? No. Yeah. So why would you mail in your vote? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to tell that for other people. Yeah. yeah. People yes. are... Because uh, it's called trust, vote by mail, I guess. Yeah, you but know? if you can't trust them with a thousand bucks, why would you trust them with your vote? And the vote is so important yeah it's much more important than a thousand bucks obviously yeah obviously it is so as a result you know i I always try to tell people don't mail it in you bring it in last hour dump it in you hand it off you don't don't mail it in but here's the thing candidates go crazy with that i get it yeah you're wanting to do that but we're going to be calling (laughs) y'alls and saying get your ballot in (laughs) get your ballot in well i mean get it in hand delivered is what i'm saying Mm -hmm. yeah but we're going to be calling you the day the ballots drop and be going be sure and get your vote in we need to get your vote yeah we've got to do the the ballot harvesting yeah we've got to sweep every ballot into the elections office yeah Yeah. i agree yeah i'm just saying don't mail it in yeah well perfectly yeah Yeah. that's all i totally understand do not mail it in Yep. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Yep, yep, yep. 
don't be lazy and be an armchair voter. <laughs> get off get off your rear end. Go yeah. in and bring it in. I had a conversation last night uh, with someone who has uh, promised me that they're not going to vote. That's fantastic. Yeah. Why but, were they there? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it just fascinates me to the the reasons why people are like, well, my feelings got hurt 30 years ago yeah, over welcome something. Welcome to Oregon. And yeah. and so I'm going to maintain this, you know, position and, and until I die. Yeah. Um and and never reevaluate or learn from yeah. what is going on in the world. Yeah, you they, talked about $1000. If you voted for the wrong representatives and many people did, and now they have the cat tax. How many people are, how many people are paying thousands of dollars because of that? And they don't even realize that they're getting buried. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's a backdoor sales tax. Well, that's only money. How yeah. about how about your children and what's yes. going on with the children? You know, School the literature boards. that was on the table within Ooh. what is being forced down our children's throats and into their minds, and the ch- and the parents are not allowed to be involved in it. You know, if you if you voice uh, uh, dissent about it, then you're questioned. See, DHS is sent to your house because you're not you're not a safe person because uh-huh. of their uh, their um, definitions and how they're changing how people are t- uh, children are taught. You know, this is, these are things why you must vote is because it, it literally is, is it's your children or your neighbor's children or your yep. your brother's children. My theory is elections are decided by the people who did not vote. Ouch. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's absolutely the truth. Mm. Yeah. I mean, if you don't vote, then what do you have to say? Yeah. And that's the thing is, is people have an opinion, but they're unwilling to vote. Yeah. Your opinion doesn't mean anything if you're not going to vote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're I'm first, sorry. Yeah, your First Amendment rights don't mean anything yeah. unless you speak. Matter of fact, you're going to lose your First, first Amendment rights if you don't vote. Exactly. Yes. That That is what the all push is. All your amendments. Yeah. <laughs> and, and all the rest they, of them. They yeah. hate, they hate, I, they, I just listened to uh, Tulsi Gabbard's. Uh, things and she was exposing the Democratic Party of saying they hate the Constitution, uh, they hate the freedoms of America, they they hate Christians, and they're doing everything they can to change all of that. All those things stand in the way of the one world government. And that is correct. Yes. Hey, listen, we've got a short time left. We just want to go ahead and give you some time here just to address everybody that's on the radio here. Uh, 104.3 FM, KSLM uh, dot news and 1220 AM, as well as the River NW. Um, and uh, just want to go ahead and let, give you that time to... Um, just address them. Just say things. Okay. Yeah. Whatever well, whatever you want to say. You wanted me to talk about my opponent a little bit. I think yeah. he means well. He, he claims to be a moderate Democrat, but the thing is, oh, he no. would be one more number in the other side's caucus, and he would be told to get in line. I'm telling you, that's exactly what happens. That's what they told Peter Courtney to. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. So, vote for Miss Thatcher. And, uh, I'm Miss Kim Thatcher, and uh, we will uh, see you on the flip side here. We love you, and we'll talk to you later. That does it for this episode. And if you're interested in connecting with a community of like-minded people, please go to our website at www.therivernorthwest.com, Facebook, or download our TRC smartphone app from the Apple app or Google Play stores. If you like what you've been hearing today, I encourage you to go to wherever you're listening to this and leave us a review so we can make the show even better for you. Thank you for listening. And as always, speak the truth in love.